Welcome to the band, though. We trapping out right now. Word. Right now. Right now. Okay. Welcome to the bando. Heyo. Okay. So, <laughs> how was your week? You know what? I had a very eventful week. So, as you as you guys all know, we weren't here last week. No, we weren't. We were supposed to be though. We were supposed I, to I, be. That was that was my fuck up because I was supposed to do the the best of and then um, I had to leave town and I, it's, I got a lot of excuses let's just say yeah okay well <laughs> that's okay we're back at it now so um, I mean I went to North Dakota visited some you know extended family and got to you know have a memorial service for my great grandma um, which was really nice you know and then uh, I got back into town and had to work all fucking week. And then, on Friday night, I lost my phone. So that's what I'm dealing with now. <laughs> uh, that sucks when you lose. Yeah, oh, it's, oh, it, I, it's so weird, because I'm like, I feel like I am just moving throughout the world without any, like, communication to anybody, except for when I'm at home and have my computer. You're like, cut off. <laughs> I am. My phone died last night, and I was without a phone for 12 hours, and I was... I thought that was the end of it. Yeah, but and you still had your phone in your hand, and you could just plug it in or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like I don't, I don't know where my phone is at. Like, I was at a bar in Oregon City, and um, I did the find my phone yesterday afternoon when I got home, and um, it was in Malala. Why was it in Malala? I don't know. Wait, so, wait, how did your phone end up there? Did somebody steal it? I think so. Okay. So I think what happened was, is that I set it down on the table where we were, like, sitting, and then I went and was being social and talking with other people, and somebody walked by and snagged it. People still steal phones. I guess. Like, that's weird to me. Like, why, like, though, right? Why would you steal a phone now? Because, one, most people's phones have a lock on them. Yeah. You can't open it. Yep. So, I mean, it's just pointless unless you're going to, like, factory reset it so you can sell it. But even then, yeah. like, you got the GPS and all that shit on it. Right. So, like, most most people can find their phone from their computer. Exactly. So, like, like, I there's, did. There's no I, point. They pinpointed it to two houses. Like, there's a circle over top of these two houses that it was that it was in or around. So, did you bust in there and kick everybody's ass? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> By myself with no GPS getting there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly how that went. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I want to. I want to go down there and be like, I'm um, high. Do you have my phone? Because the like optimist in me is like, oh, this person was like, oh, shit, somebody left their phone. I will get it back to them, put it in their pocket, fucking then forgot because they got drunk. And then they get home and they're like, I don't know where this phone belongs. Like, I'm whatever. And they oh, just yeah. put it off to the side. I can see I'm that. I'm hoping that that's what happened. But, like, if that were me and that's what had happened, I would have then put the phone on the charger so that I could turn it back on so that when they called, I could coordinate with them. Or what if they were, like, really drunk and just thought it was their phone? Or that. It looked like their phone. Right. Because I've actually done that before. Right. But I did that, like, at work and took somebody's (laughs) phone. And yeah. I got out to the parking lot and I'm like, oh shit, this is this is so and so's phone. Let me bring that shit back. Right, right, right. <laughs> and like I said, I you know, I'm still like slightly optimistic because I just I feel like that's what happened, but that's also 
I mean, all the way in Malala, and it hasn't been turned on. Like, it was at 7% battery when I was able to, like, pinpoint it, and then, obviously, they're not charging it then. Okay. And it hasn't been able to connect to it since then, when that was, like, yesterday afternoon, so, I don't know. But. Oh, my gosh. Um, this week, I tried something new. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What did you try new? Well... I was at a bar. Sure. And I tried the it's like whiskey with a pickle back. Oh yeah. You okay. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fucking disgusting. Oh, okay. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. All right. Okay, and and, and okay, it was the bartender and the person I was with. They were trying to talk me into doing it. And it was, like it just sounded weird to me. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to drink pickle juice. Like this is fucking. Oh. And, you don't like pickles like and that? And they're like, oh, it's good. And, okay, and and and. and Okay, the bartender said something to me that is a pet peeve of mine. I always hate what people say. Uh oh. She's like, oh, I do them all the time with people that come in. It's an acquired taste. Ah. I hate when people say that shit. Don't ever that means, fucking say that shit. That means shit it's to disgusting me. until you've had it a couple of times and then you're like, you know what? It's not the worst thing that I've ever tried. That means it's disgusting that you just kept eating it until you could tolerate it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what that means. I don't mean, that's, that's not telling me that it's good. That's telling me that you eat it because you trained yourself to like disgusting shit. But I will say that that's how people, like, that's what people used to tell me about beer. They're like, oh, it's an acquired yeah, taste. Yeah, beer is disgusting. Yeah, but now I love beer. Exactly. And not, like, because I love it because I've trained myself to like it, but because I have found the beers that I like. And you don't but, care that it's disgusting. No, there's... No. Because <laughs> there's beers that are disgusting and I won't drink them. And okay. there's beers that are not disgusting and I do like them. Okay, see, I can't drink them. So. Like, I, I, I'll do a cider. I'll drink my whiskey. Can't fuck with beer. Yeah, well, that's fair. It's just, it's just I've had thing. too many fruity beers that just taste like cider to... No, like to not be able to say that I couldn't drink beer. See, and I don't drink coffee, and somebody once told me that about coffee. Oh, they were yeah. like, "Oh, it's an acquired taste," and I was like, "Then why the fuck do you drink that nasty shit?" <laughs> because they've acquired why the taste you, for it. Why would you want to acquire <laughs> that taste? Like that's my point. Is I don't want to acquire that taste. Like that's, that's fair. I don't want to acquire the taste buds that think that this nasty shit is okay. <laughs> I'm trying to acquire a taste for spicier foods. Okay. Because I'm a huge wuss when it comes to the spicy, but my roommate's boyfriend always cooks. Well, and she does too. They always cook, and like it smells so good, and it like tastes amazing, but it's so fucking spicy. I like medium spicy. Yeah, I'm like. Like I like I like spicy stuff if it's like part of the flavor. I right. don't Like spicy, just to be just to be spicy, spicy. exactly. That's and that's where I'm learning. That's where I'm learning that because like. I always like thought buffalo sauce was spicy, and I'm like, no, I just actually, I was like, oh, that's why I don't like it, because it's spicy. No, I don't like it because I don't like the taste of buffalo. Like, okay. I don't like that vinegary, like, heat. Okay. I think that's gross. But, like, Thai chilies, like, fuck me up. I love them. Okay. Like, okay. even though they're so fucking spicy, I can't, like, stop eating. <laughs> I'm like, my entire skin is, like, fucking burning my face. I'm, like, teared. Like, I just can't. I'm like, it's so good, though. When they had the wing stop out by the airport, mm -hmm. I had, I, I, I wanted the, the shirt and the picture 
on the wall for eating the, the 12 spicy wings. Oh, nice. Being the 12 hottest ones. How did you feel after that? I mean, that, I just stuffed them all in my mouth real quick. I just ate them all really fast as I could, and mm -hmm. that shit burned like fuck, and then I just drank a bunch of fucking milk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And then your intestines were on fire for the next four days? Well, then I was drunk, so I was like... Ah, okay. so ah, was like, ah, <laughs> ah, there you go. There it is. So, I was, so I, was, I was able to tolerate the pain because of the drunkness. I think if I was sober, I would not. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing what we can tolerate when we're drunk. You know what else happened this week? What else happened this week? We had an incident at my office. Uh-oh, an incident? Weird. It was weird. It, it was weird because it put me in a weird place. Okay. Okay, so Amazon package comes. Uh oh. Okay. They deliver to our office. Now I'm in an office building now with other offices. Most of the offices in there are like like there's some engineers. Yes, we talked about the engineers. Yeah, we talked about the, the shitty engineers. <laughs> and, and there's like there's like some state offices. Okay. And like there's other like therapists, like behavioral therapists, psychologists and shit. In okay. There. So like this guy, I think he's um, in one of the state offices upstairs. Mm. He comes down and he's looking for his Amazon package. Now, me, I don't usually buy and order. If I have something delivered, I'll have it delivered to my house. Sure. I don't usually have it delivered to the office. That's all my partner's doing. Ah. And she will order stuff like she usually orders the supplies for yeah. the spa and everything like that. Okay, she does. She handles all of that for the spa. Okay. Okay. So I saw the packages there, and then they weren't there. So when he came and asked me, I said to him, "Yes." Like he had a picture, and I was like, "Yeah, I saw those packages. Yeah, they was right here." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh well, what happened? One of them was mine," and I was like. Well, she picked them up, and I guess you have to wait till she comes back, okay? Because um, when she comes back, you can find out what she did with it, because I don't know. Because I, I don't know. know. Yeah, because I don't know. Okay? So he came down twice, but she wasn't there that day. Ah. So it wasn't, I told him both times. I didn't get any kind of weird vibe from him or yeah. feel offended in any way by how he came at me. That's good. Okay. Okay. So, so to me, it was just this guy asked me about his package. Okay. <laughs> I've been doing the same shit. He right. said it was camera equipment in there. So, oh. okay. 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 So, I didn't need to know that, but all right. I think nothing of that. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm not in the office the next day. Okay. And I came back Thursday. Okay. Okay. Thursday, I come in and I see my partner and she's there and she's like, she's like upset because she had an incident while I was away. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Apparently this guy came down the next day mm -hmm. looking for his package again. Sure. And she told him she had no idea what he was talking about. And then I guess he took an accusatory tone when he showed her the picture and told her that he knew she had packages and one of them was his. And so now she's getting offended because she feels like he's accusing her of stealing his package. Okay. Okay. And he showed her the picture. 
that Amazon sent him. Yeah. The picture that Amazon sent him was the wrong fucking picture and not his package. That's what I'm going to say off top so that like all this turned into a big misunderstanding because Amazon fucked up. Ah. Amazon sent him a picture of somebody else's packages. So he's holding this picture and showing yeah. her and like these are and she's like, "No, I can show you everything that was in those packages." Yeah. And the receipts and like so they go back and forth and obviously he's he's frustrated and she's upset yeah because she's being accused now and so i mean i can see both perspectives of this 100 percent like accurately yes because neither of them are wrong yeah. with the information that they have and so it's like it's like what do you do he feels like his package is stolen now yeah and so he goes back to his office after they after they have a, a very not nice exchange sure he goes back to his office she is upset and she's trying to figure out what the fuck happened and get to the bottom of this. Right. Okay. So she's emailed him the packaging receipts, the email that Amazon sent her and all the stuff to show what was in the packages yeah. and everything so that he would know because the package was paper cups and face masks for the esthetician. Okay. Okay. So it was like, 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 no, none of this stuff was, was your package. Right. Amazon told you it was delivered and sent you this picture. And so, I mean, why that happened, we don't know. That's weird. But she contacted him, and this is where it got kind of weird for me anyway. Okay. Because she felt it was a racial issue. Why? My partner is a Mexican. Okay. Is a Mexican woman, and I am a black male. And she felt that he got accusatory because of that. Mm. Okay, you're 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 viewing it the same way I viewed it. Like to yeah. me, I was like, no, she didn't pull a race card. I feel like she's, yeah. Like, like, I don't like, feel like, like that like, is like like see like to me, I I wouldn't have perceived it that way because I would have thought like where he was at was reasonable. Yeah, like, I like, still like think that where he's at is Amazon reasonable. fucked up, and yeah. so like, like it's not like he was accusing you and didn't have any reason to. Right. Like he was sent false information. Yes. So, so like, so like, like I would have been able to understand it from there. For her, she she saw it as, oh, he reacted like that because we're this, and it's like, oh, because there's a black man and a Mexican woman down here. He's reacting like that. So she sent him an email saying she was going to file a complaint. And, and, and she was upset. Okay, so then dude came down and apologized. And, and, and they eventually worked it out. Good. Because she showed him. And, 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 then, and then I guess they both filed a complaint against Amazon. Good. <laughs> or with Amazon. Yeah. About what happened. Because Amazon sent the wrong picture. of Sent him a picture of somebody else's packages. Right. It caused this whole thing. But it was just that she pulled the race card. It yeah. was just it was just just weird to me because like to me now that makes it always awkward. Yeah. Now that makes it always Did always. she pull the race card to him? Yeah. Oh. Like she told him. I feel like like she sent him an email saying mm. that she's going to contact the the building and file a complaint whoever I guess the building owners. Yeah. And file a complaint. Because she feels like you, she feels like he accused her because we are 
this, and that, that's what her email said. Cause, cause wow. It's a black man and a Mexican woman. And I'm like, eh. I mean, I don't think that was necessarily his motivation. I don't think that's where he wanted to go with it. Yeah. But, I mean, and it goes back to a thing. Racism is what you perceive. Yeah. So if that's how she felt, who can tell her exactly. that she was wrong? Like, I wasn't there. Right. So I can say how I might feel after the fact. Yeah. But in the moment, she's the one that has to deal with it. So right. I can't discount how she felt. So I just kind of tried to remove myself from the whole situation. Yeah. Like, dude wanted to apologize to me too, and I was. Uh, You're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I didn't. I, nope. I didn't feel. I didn't feel. I, my like race that. card is still securely in my pocket. Yeah, I didn't I'm good. feel like that at all. <laughs> I'm keep mine right here. It's yeah, cool. it's it's fine. Like, I didn't. Like, I didn't play it. You don't need to apologize I'm this for it. For a more serious. <laughs> like the next time somebody smiles at me on the street. Exactly. See, 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 I can do it. Okay. That <laughs> but, sucks. That sucks all the way around. Every part of that. Story sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, 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 it just, just, it, it just makes everything awkward in the building because you still have to see those people every yeah. day, and it's like, like I'm in the elevator with that dude every day. Like, hey, hey man. Yeah, and now he's, I don't want to say nothing to this dude. He's, he might think I'm racist. Right, like, and so now it's like, yeah, it, like there's no winning. I mean, not that there should be winning, but like, there's there's no coming back from that ever. Unless, no, no. Unless like, you're, unless you just literally don't act like anything happened and just still treat him the same way that you that whatever it's always that awareness like now it came up yeah so now you always have like okay you always have to be aware of it yeah like like so now it's always going to be a thing so it's just like uh, okay made the office a little awkward but i'm glad i still live in my bubble right (laughs) so do you if had she not played the race card and they were just like angry neighbors it would still be awkward. It would just be awkward for a different reason. No, because like, <laughs> they would have worked it out and Amazon made the mistake. And you could go that's back true. to, okay, Amazon fucked up and we're cool now. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> now it's Amazon fucked up, we're cool now, but I don't want to offend that Mexican lady no more. Yeah. We... She might go to that Mexican shit again. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Mexican people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I just, I don't know. Whatever. Well, yeah. Today <laughs> on the show, it's just me and you. We chilling. We chilling. Uh, we're gonna talk about house guests that won't leave. <laughs> okay. Mhm. 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 And we're gonna talk about vacation destinations. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you trying to get off to? <laughs> uh, all the places. I mean. That and some current event stories that we actually haven't picked yet. So you'll find out what those are when we do them. <laughs> yep. It's the bando. I got a story. Okay. I like it's story. Kind of I like story time. Well, it's kind of a what-would-you-do situation. Okay. Because, I mean, I have a friend mm-hmm. who's in a bad situation. Okay. She let someone who was down there luck move in with her. Does she know this person? Like, yes. Like, well. This person is a family member. Okay. 
That's her sister. Okay. That's her sister and her sister's daughter. Okay. Moved into her house. Okay. Her sister lost her job during COVID, the, the quarantine, the shutdown, and everything. And she's been like, she was she was on unemployment, and now she's um, trying to get back into work. Okay. But they didn't have a place to live, so they moved in with her. Okay. Okay. Now she has three kids of her own. She has a pretty big house. She's got a five-bedroom house. Okay. So now you got six people in five bedrooms. Yeah, two adults and four kids. Yeah. Because it's her sister and her sister's daughter and her and her three kids. Yeah. Okay. So the sisters, the sister and the sister's daughter are in their guest room. Basically. Okay. Basically, and okay. Her kids are older. They're like like the youngest one is like thirteen. Okay. So they're all so so all three of them are older. Sure. Okay, so the space is getting cramped. Yeah. There, she's wanting her space back. Understandably. Okay, and the sister, it's 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 been it's been over six months. Oof. Okay. And the sister has started working, so she's been working for a couple months now, and she's just wanting her space back. So now. She's wanting her sister to move out. Yeah, understandably. And it's just like, how do you even go about approaching that conversation? When you built, like, this situation where she's living there comfortably and she doesn't seem like she has any, like, she doesn't seem like she's looking for a place to live. Mm. Her and her daughter have just become kind of comfortable there. Right. So how would you go about um, if you're in that situation, you got somebody living with you, and you want you you're ready to for them to move on. It's time for them. How do you deal with that? That's a good question. I mean, it's that's hard. Have but, you ever had a house guest? Um, no. Well, yeah, actually, yes, yes, I have. Um, and it was an ex-boyfriend, and it was a horrible thing, and I ended up moving out. So, um, but I would say, like, it's it's tough because. Um, it's an awkward conversation, but it's a necessary one. So, I mean, you just have to kind of bite the bullet and just be like, hey, like, have you started looking for a place yet? Like, that's what I would say. Okay. Like, okay. that's easy enough, you know? Like, hey, like, have you looked for a place yet? Because um, I can help you, or do you want me to, like... Um, They've had conversations, and her sister has paid her rent has been paying her rent. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the time that they've been staying there. But they haven't had the the I want you to move out soon discussion. <laughs> right. And I mean that's I feel like that's really the best way to approach that situation is just like, hey, have you started looking for your own spot yet? You know, cuz then that puts it on her radar of like, oh, she's expecting me to move out. Yeah, she's you expecting know? me to do something. It lets them know at least what your expectation of the situation right. is. Because, like, she might be like, oh, no, this actually works out really great because I can stay home with the kids while she's at work and then she can stay home with my kid. When, I mean, I don't know what the dynamic is that, mm -hmm. you know, has ultimately ended up turning into whatever. But 
you know, maybe she is on a completely different wavelength than the sister, and she's like, oh, this is perfect. Like, we could just multi-generational live now. Yeah. You know, and so if she just approaches it really, like, nicely and is like, hey, like, have you started looking for a place? And if she's like, no, I thought I was just going to stay here, <laughs> then she'd be like, oh, well, that wasn't the agreed upon, like, arrangement. Yeah, so. but then when you're there, how you do, like, like, okay, for me, I've always had a 90-day rule. It's really that simple for me. Like, I got a 90-day rule. In 90 days, you need to be doing something. You need to either, you need to either have a job or be moving in the direction of being gainfully employed or be or be getting some kind of education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I let you move in with me and you've been there for 90 days and after 90 days I come to you and you're like, you're like I don't know, I've got nothing going, then I'm sorry, you still, you, you got to go. And I establish, I'm going to establish that with you up front. Right, but that's that's where I feel like it got messed up, though, is because they, it sounds like they didn't establish this ahead of time. They didn't establish a term. They didn't right. sit down and have the discussion of how long are you going to be here for. Right. And to me, like, like it's like I said, I have a 90-day rule. I will help anybody out. You come live with me. And, well, not now because I live in a studio apartment. <laughs> but, like, when I had a bigger place, you could come stay with me, but you got 90 days. In 90 days, like, like that's all I could tolerate of somebody being in my bubble. Right, <laughs> right. That's so, understandable. So, and, and if I want to help you out, then yes. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I'm not going to overextend myself and I'm not going to put myself in an uncomfortable situation to do it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, for and sure. I don't feel like that's unreasonable. Well, and I feel like, honestly, like, one, your friend should have made that clear to the sister coming in. Two, the sister, as the person coming in, you would think she would say, hey, can I stay with you for six months or can I stay with you for you know, three months or whatever time frame is, like, this is my plan, like, blah, 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 like, I just need a minute to catch my breath or whatever, you know, but obviously if, if she said, hey, I need three months, and then after three months, if something hadn't happened, like, you know, if she was at least making strides or progress or whatever, and she's like, hey, I just need a little bit more time, like, maybe three more months or whatever, like, revisiting the conversation, then you wouldn't be in this awkward, like, uh, you've been here for six months, and now I want you to go. But if you're watching this person, and they're working, and you feel like they, they're doing enough that they should be able to have their own place, especially if they be paying you rent. Yeah. Like, I can see, like, also getting fed up. And, I don't know, as the person in this situation, like, for me, I've been in a situation where I've had to live with other people. Yeah because I was down on my luck or because I was at work or whatever. And for me, anytime I was in that situation, I always made sure I was out of it quick. Yeah, you wanted to get the fuck out as soon <laughs> yes. as humanly possible. So yeah. like, 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 when I first got out the Marine Corps, I moved in with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to live with my grandma. I was, I was 20-something years old. And I didn't want to be living in my grandmother's house. Yeah. I wanted to live my own life. That was my primary motivation was I wanted to just be able to do me. Yeah. And you can't do that under grandma's roof. So I moved in with my grandmother in March and I signed the lease on my first apartment on May 1st. There you go. So I was like, okay, I just needed like a month and a half to get myself together. And to me, like, that's what you do. Like, I... I I got into that situation and grinded. Like, I just went straight to looking for a job. I got two jobs really quick and then started working and I saved up money. But also, here's the thing. It is, I feel like, like, 
If you're gonna help somebody, help them. Yeah. If you're not gonna help them, then don't help them. Yeah. But don't be somewhere in between. If you're gonna help somebody and let them stay with you, just just do it with no rent. That's why I give you the ninety days. Yeah. I don't need anything from you. Just stay here ninety days, gather all your shit, and then and, and then go. If you can focus on saving the money, I like I would say, if I'm gonna charge you rent, take that money and put it aside for your deposit. Yeah. When you move. Yep. Is it weird? Like, it's kind of like this passive-aggressive thing that I would be like, I want you to pay me rent, but I'm not actually going to use that money for anything. I'm going to just save it for you until you move out. And I, then when you then when you come at me like, I don't have money for a deposit, blah, 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 I'd be like, how much is the deposit? <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, it's this much. And I'd be like, well, guess what? You paid me this much money in rent, so here you go. Because I wasn't actually charging you rent. I just wanted you to save it without being without having to save it. I think that would be a good idea, you know? but depending on who you're dealing with, like you might offend them thinking like, you treat me like a little kid. I know. Like I can save my own money. Well, if you <laughs> if you were more responsible with your money, you wouldn't be asked, uh, having to stay with me for help. Ooh, but that's not necessarily the case. That's true. Okay. That's not necessarily the case. Like I said, like I said, it depends on the situation, depends yeah. on who I'm dealing with, but that, that would be one way that I might do it. That or, would be a good way to do it. Like, cause be, because to me, I just never understood it. It's like, it's like, um, I had a friend who, when her son, like, her son was like 25 and he moved back home and he was just like leeching off her and she finally got tired of it and she told me you need to get shit together and find a place. Okay, so she gave him a time limit. Yeah. But in that time limit, she's having him pay rent and she's having him pay bills. Which means he got a shit job. Yeah. He could just barely afford to scrape by. The money he's paying you in rent and bills is keeping him there. Is keeping him there. Yeah. So like like he can't afford because yeah. he's paying you a full share. Right. So like what he's paying you, he could be paying somewhere else and not living with you. Right. So it's like it's like just give them at least like yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will give you at least that chance to for do sure. it for yourself. Like, Absolutely. Like, okay. Ninety days. Stack your shit. And bounce. Yeah. Like, yeah. I actually had two. My cousin, my cousin moved out here, and he stayed with me. Yeah. I gave him ninety days. Sure. And he fucked off for ninety days. He didn't do shit. Right. Okay. The end of ninety days, he didn't have shit going for himself, and I told him he had to go. Yeah. And you know what he did? Moved back to New York. He moved back with my sister. Oh. He moved in with my sister. And that's where he lived. Okay? Like, I don't understand that mentality that you, like, then for my sister, he moved in with, like, a girl. And, like, like ah. okay? Then ah. as a grown man, you've never lived on your own. Yeah. That's, like, that's fucking that's weird. weird. That's weird. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's just totally weird to me. So it's like, I don't understand where the personal pride is not in the person that's in that situation. That like, like I wouldn't feel good living under somebody's roof, especially with my kid. Yeah. Like as a parent, yeah. you always want things to be normal for your kids. And it's really hard to create normal in an environment where you're living under somebody else's roof. Yeah. Which means you're a parent and you have to follow another adult's rules. Like, <laughs> it's hard to raise your kid when you have to follow somebody else's rules. You can't yeah. necessarily. So it's like, it's like, I don't know. 
the want to have your own space and do your own thing should be so great that you just like yeah because then i had my sister live with me right my sister lived with me for like two months in two weeks she had two jobs <laughs> and i was like okay and, and 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 she was on her way and i didn't have to do anything else right so it's just like i don't know for her in this situation I think she needs to just like kind of finally put her foot down and confront her sister. Yeah, absolutely. And just let her know, look, I I, I did as much as I could for you, yeah. but now it's getting to a place where I need my place back. Yeah. Because, I don't know, not having the conversation makes the relationship sour eventually. Yep, exactly. Because now the sister doesn't even know that she's mad at her or irritated with her. Or maybe she might, I don't know. I don't know how they communicate, but she might not. And so then she's just building up this resentment towards the sister that the sister has no idea about. But well, and whether she does or doesn't perceive it, like, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is she might know there's something wrong and not know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then just, just, oh, the relationship between them is going bad because they both have a problem with each other, but nobody's talking about right. what the problem actually is. Communication is key. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would just, I would literally like just be like, hey, have you started looking for a place now? Now that you've got a job and you're like doing, you know, whatever. Like, have you started looking? Do you want me to help you look? Like, that's where I would go. But, you know, or, or I would look on online (laughs) ahead of time and then just start sending your links to apartments. Start leaving (laughs) listings for apartments. Hey, hey, did you see this? Yo, two bedroom. It's a two-bedroom. It's just down the street. Like, yeah, yo. You can live right around the corner from me. You ever think about that? Right. Like, I mean, maybe that's passive-aggressive. It would but... be like we're sisters. <laughs> It'd be like we're roommates, except for we're not living under the same roof. Yeah. It would I don't be know. so nice. I could come to your house. You could come to my house. Or we could stay home. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be, uh, I don't know. For me... It would just be a hard situation. I am a private person. I'm a hermit anyway. I always yeah. say that. And so, for me, it would be hard for me to let anybody in my space. That's like when my cousin, my cousin Ivan was here this summer. Yeah. And he was only here for a week, and I was ready for that motherfucker to leave once. <laughs> <laughs> once the time came up. <clears throat> because, just for me, it was yeah, like... Yeah, but you're also in a studio apartment. I am, but I, so, I wasn't staying here. Well, he was here. Right, so that was making you be out of your space. It was making him be in your space. Mm-hmm. Like, all things were not ideal for that situation. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's what it is. Like, even if we were in, even if I was in a bigger space. Yeah. I'm still not going to be moving around my space the way I normally would. Right, no, I and get so that. So it's always sure. like, like, I don't know, for me, it would just make me uncomfortable. I like to do weird shit, and I don't want nobody to judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, that's that's fair. So, I don't know. I think just keeping it real and expressing how you feel yeah. would be the best way to go in that situation. 100% correct. Because you also don't want to enable a person. Absolutely. Because you don't want somebody to get comfortable in that. Like, like, I've seen situations like that turn into people living together for years. Mm-hmm. And like... I mean, so... When I moved to Vancouver, I moved here to live with my aunt and her husband. They had just gotten married. Like, they were buying a house. They were like, come be our roommate. Like, 
you know, like that was the plan when I moved here. So mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't feel weird about how long I was living with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is why I moved here. Yeah. You know, so I lived with them for like, I don't know, five years or something. And then, or no, it was like, I don't know, a couple of years. I moved in with my boyfriend at the time. Um, but I never really gave up my space at, at their house. Like I just, I, you know, still had my spot there. And then I was also just not there ever. And then, um, when we broke up, I moved back in with them because I, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I never really moved out. Um, and then I lived with them again for a few years. So total, like I got my first place here by myself, like, well, with a new boyfriend after like five years of living with them. Okay. And then when that relationship ended, um, that was like two years or like a year and a half or something that I was living in my own spot. And I was like, oh my God, I love living by myself. This is amazing, you know? And when the relationship ended, like, I couldn't afford to live in that spot anymore. I tried finding a roommate and didn't work out. Um, but I was like, so I had messaged them, was like, hey, can I, like, come back and stay with you guys? You know, can I move back in? And they were like, yeah. And, like, my intention was for it to only be for a couple of months because, like, I just... I liked having my own space, whatever. Um, but then when I was living there, I was literally like, okay, I can either live at my aunt's house with people that I know that I get along well with, people that I like. I get to be around their kids all the time and have that whole family dynamic, you know, all that stuff. Or I can go pay a stranger to live with them. You know, and like, because I was paying them rent, or I was either going to pay them rent, or I was going to pay a stranger rent, because there's no way I could afford a place by myself. Mm -hmm. So it was like, that to me is like, logically, like, that's the most ideal spot, especially because in my history, I, that's, that's, but that's a different situation, because that's like, you, you were, you were a part of that. Like, it's not like, yeah, it's not like you, you came and was like, hey, can I stay with y'all for a while? And then ended up being the house guest that never left. I mean, I did ultimately, like, the second time around, but I then moved out and, like, you know, whatever. But, so now I live with a roommate, and so I'm paying somebody else rent. But their family has also grown over the years, too. And it was way too crowded for there to be three adults and three children in a three-bedroom house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. See, for me, I've always lived by myself. So it's like, I'm, like, like... Except for like when I had kids and I lived with I lived with my girl, but like like I I've always in general lived by myself. So I've never I've never I've never even really had that issue other than like house guests coming to live with me. Yeah. So I don't know. It's always a hard situation, especially when you deal with family. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she gets it worked out. I just feel bad. Yeah, that's that's tough. Okay, so, you know what, it's like, for me, the end of a season. Yeah. Because when the summer ends... That is literally the end of a season. Yeah, and it's the beginning, (laughs) to me, of like the grind season. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's when I start, like, I don't know, I hibernate when the weather changes. Yeah. Because this is when... The weather's cooler, so I don't go out as much. I stay home more, and I save more money, and I work more. Yeah. 
But then in the summer, like I take days off whenever I can. Right. In the winter, I'm like trying to work all the way through, all yeah. day, every yep. day, all yep. day, every day. So I always think when this time of year comes around, because this is when I start thinking of where do I want to go on vacation next year. <laughs> like okay. this is what because for me, I don't know how rich people do it, but for poor people, you got to plan those vacations like a year in advance. Accurate. Because I like to book the rooms, like like almost like I, I literally will book because. Flight prices change throughout the year. Yeah. Hotel prices change mostly based on time of the year. Yeah. So I mean, like, like your price isn't gonna fluctuate that hugely. So I, I usually like to buy my my accommodations far out. So the place I'm gonna stay, I like to book. And for me, that like makes it a goal because it's like I booked a place to stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely going there. You're right. So I just gotta save up for pocket money and yep. friggin' airfare to get there so yeah. like so like this time of year i get on that grind where i'm like where am i going where am i going so where are we going where where, where am i going next year you know where i was looking at i don't know where okay well we do our annual guide trip and i was talking to my cousin yeah and he, he wants to go there going to vegas because we have family there where barbados Ooh. yeah so that we would be were thinking fun. about going to the barbados to the Barbados. Well, you know what's crazy? I was looking at Airbnbs there. Yeah, not that expensive, probably. Fucking crazy. Airbnb is like $200 a night yeah. for a fucking mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh shit. Like, we get a really nice house. Like, okay, I was looking at a three bedroom house with a hot tub and a pool, all that shit. Damn. For like 200 and something dollars a night. I was like, oh shit. That's awesome. I was like, I mean, well, and. For there, the hardest part for me is the airfare getting there. That's yeah. more expensive than anything. Yep. So that's our one destination that we've been thinking about. Okay. Um, Where else? Also on the list, I always want to go to Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I used to live there. Yeah. So I always want to go. And so we were thinking about that. Vegas is always on the table. Yeah. But I feel like Vegas is like... <clears throat> the Walmart of vacations. Yeah. Because everybody goes to Vegas and everybody can go to Vegas. It's like the cheapest, easiest vacation to do yeah. from here. Yep. And like being on the West Coast, well, I'm from the East Coast. Yeah. So Vegas and Atlantic City. So like if you're on the East Coast, you go to Atlantic City, you're on the West Coast, you go to Vegas. And it's like the same uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm bummed that we didn't get to go to Atlantic City when we were over there. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to go yeah. to Atlantic City when we were in New York. Yeah. Mm. So what are some of your dream vacation destinations? Ooh, um, I want to go... I know this is going to sound super, like, lame, but I don't care. I really want to go check out Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas? Yeah. What the fuck is in Austin, Texas? I don't know, but I've heard really good things about the town, like, about the city. Like, it's... It, Okay, also, a lot of people say that Portland is, like, a version of that, like, because Austin was there first, I guess, I don't know, whatever. They have the same fucking city logo, or city slogan, like, okay. keep Portland weird. Like Keep Austin weird? Yeah, it was keep Austin weird oh, first. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know yeah. that about Austin. And, like, they're known for their, like, their food and their music. It's apparently, like, the um, live music capital of the world i don't know like okay. i don't know They're, they have a lot of claims to fame but a lot of people like that have talked about it are it's like the liberal like spot in texas 
so you're surrounded by all the like conservatives, but then with like this one little tiny liberal like a little thing. Liberal haven in it, Texas. Yeah, and then Austin. yeah, they were called oh, shit. the. <laughs> I've heard people say they're liberal hillbillies, which I want to know what the fuck that means. So that is the first time I've ever heard of Austin as a vacation destination. Yeah, I just want to go there and check it out. Okay. Um, okay. But I all I will always want to go to Hawaii. I have not been there, so um, I want to go to there. Uh, I want to go to like Italy, Rome, like no, Greece. that's what I was okay. Before COVID, I had an Italy trip planned. Yeah, and we were gonna go and do Mount Vesuvius. Mm. But COVID happened and then they yeah. got canceled. So now I want to do that again. Yeah. Because I'm a history nerd, and I like Spartacus. Yeah. So I wanted to plan the Italy trip to go to Mount Vesuvius and Capua. Ah. And so I was like, okay, I want to do all that. Yeah, that'd be dope. I, I had the whole tour planned. It was, it was, it was, we got a really good price on the tour and yeah. where we were going to stay and everything. And then, fuck. Who were you going to go with? I was going to take little Jermaine. Ah. It was going to be me and my son before he left for the Navy. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But I never got to, never got to do it because COVID. Right. I actually had everything booked and we just had to do the airfare and get our passports. Damn. Yeah. And, and I was going to surprise him. Ah. <laughs> Little Jermaine, don't listen. Don't li- well, I mean, it don't matter. Because <laughs> it never happened. Yeah, well, I mean, you can still surprise him later. I mean, well, now, if we do that trip, he'll be paying his own fucking way. He <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He could take you on that trip. Yeah, he could take me. He, he, he probably made Well, no, he don't <laughs> but, not yet, not yet. But he, yeah, he, he could probably take me on that trip. Yeah. He don't have nothing to spend his money on. Like that, that was like, when I was in the Marine Corps, like that was like the funnest thing to do is because you don't have to spend your money on anything else, so you just save up, and whenever you get a long period of leave, you go on a cool vacation. Yeah. And then like now, I like I said, I try to do, I try to do two vacations a year. Mm-hmm. Like. One at the beginning of the summer and one at the end of the summer. So yeah. I like to go somewhere at least twice. Usually, like like lately, it's been the guy trip. Usually, has been at the beginning of the summer, and then it'll be the family trip at the end of the summer. Ah. Have you ever have, have you ever been to the of Forest Grove? Is that Hotel Oregon? No, it's Forest Grove. But there's a name for it. Yeah, it's Forest Grove. Um, no, I haven't. I've have not been there. Um. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe. Um, I don't they know. have a they have a movie theater in that one. Okay. Because I actually saw the Joker in there. Nice. Okay. I would have to look at my passport to see. And it's if cool. I've well, I like McMinimins in general because they don't have like TVs and shit in their room. I know. Isn't that so nice? Well, I'm a reader, so for oh. me that's cool. <laughs> I like to read books. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't care sit. about I don't care about that. I, I just like it because it's it. I don't know. I don't like having a TV in my room. And um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. It is what it is. Nobody fucking judge me. If you take a woman there, there's nothing else to do but have sex. Oh my god. There's nothing <laughs> else to do but have sex. Like, you know, you know, if you go there with like your significant other. Yeah. No, you can't. Y'all can't lay there and watch a movie. You come in after a day of doing shit. You've been out eating, walking around, doing whatever you you can day. talk yeah you can have a conversation and have fun all night <laughs> like that's, 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 that's yeah that's perfect that's exactly that's, that's exactly why what, that's why I don't like having a TV in my room that's why McMinimins is the shit <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're, you're going on a vacation with your significant other there is this little tiny um, hotel in Astoria that is like 
It's a really interesting place. Um, I cannot remember what it's called. The Norblad or something like that. Norblad. Yeah, it's like literally like um, you rent just like a room and then like it's community bathrooms, which is kind of weird, but it's like not, I don't know, they keep them really nice and there's not that many rooms. So there's not that many people. So there's there was never a line or anything like that for the bathroom. But they have like in their lobby, they have a bunch of records on the wall and you can rent or not rent, but like borrow a record player and take it to your room. And like you can check out any of the records that are on the wall. Like so you can go and like have a little music session in your Okay, room. okay. It's that's cool. super cool. It's like so like old timey and like the rooms like there's nothing fancy about them, but it was probably one of the most comfortable beds I've ever slept in. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I would come back here just to sleep in this bed. Okay. But like okay. in the room there's literally a table, a bed, and a sink. I mean we that do is have it. some cool places here to chill. Yeah. We definitely do. We definitely do. For sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I want to go to a lot of places, but I don't. I also don't have a like a huge long like list of specifics because I'm just open to the idea of whatever. Like I was listening to the my grandparents or my grandpa talk about my grandma this last weekend, and he was like, "Yeah, she's you know she was a very like." charismatic person she was very social and so she would like just make friends with people and then they'd be like oh yeah we're gonna go to uh, Norway do you guys want to come along and she's like yep so then they would just go to Norway and then spend a week or so with these random strangers that they just met that now they're best friends with and they're traveling the world with that's my goal like that would be so dope to me like to just be having a conversation with somebody and then be like oh yeah we're about to head to you know the Galapagos I don't know and that, then be like, okay, fucking that's let's go. That's literally like, my, 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 my fucking goal because, okay, my retirement plan mm -hmm. is one, to get enough investment money to where I can make income off of that. Yeah. And to have a location that I do not have to work at. Yes. To work for me. Yes. Okay? If I get both of those things established, then I'll be able to just go mm -hmm. and not have to worry. So then I'll be taking four or five. My goal is five vacations a year. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One for every season and one because I feel like it. <laughs> so, like, one for every season and then your guy's trip. Yup, yup. One for every season and then guy's trip. So like, like for me, you know what What else is like, is like a vacation? And it probably seems weird for me because anybody who knows me knows I fucking hate camping. You don't like camping? No, I fucking hate camping. Okay. I do not want to go to a fucking camping. But what? So, okay, so then what was the rest of your sentence? Um, I want to rent a watchtower. I don't know what that is. I did it once before, and it was so much fun. Okay? This is some cool-ass shit. I'm and in. Anybody listening, I'm in. you got to do this. Set it up. Okay, I'm so, in. Let's go. So. You don't even tell me anymore. I want to go. The National Parks, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hundreds of thousands, I think it's even millions of acres of land. Yes. Okay? Do you know, before airplanes, before shit like that, do you know how they used to watch over it for fire season? Watchtowers. They had watchtowers. <laughs> so they would have, like, firemen who worked shifts where they lived at these watchtowers for periods oh, of so time. Oh, so cool. Okay? And so the watchtowers oversee large yeah. areas of, of remote Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, obviously, they don't need fucking watchtowers. We have radar and fucking yeah. airplanes and right. shit like that. 
So the watchtowers are not used. The park service actually rents them out. I mean, I want to go. You can rent. It is so difficult to do. Why? You have to be on the National Parks website Okay. at the moment when it goes up. Ah. Uh. Because, I mean, each one, you go, yeah, like, it's, it's each site. Yeah. You can only one person can run it at a time. Right. So, when a site comes up, like, you have to go and pick your site mm -hmm. and then look at when, is, when, when it's going to be available and at that day and time, you need to be online. Yeah. and get it as soon as the person checks out. As soon as the <laughs> reservation is up. So it'll say, um, they're done at 11 a.m. on Tuesday. Mm. Okay, then on Tuesday at 10.55, you better be sitting at your motherfucking computer <laughs> ready to get that ready shit. Ready to get it. Because it's first come, first serve. Yeah. And whoever has the fastest internet wins that race damn like literally like okay the first time we tried to do it because i did it with a girlfriend of mine years ago yeah okay and the first time we tried to do it we could not get one yeah because we picked one and we was like we're gonna get this one and that was just a dumb idea <laughs> don't pick one and limit yourself to only one okay okay because we tried to pick that one and we tried three different dates and none of the dates did we get it Every Damn. time somebody got it before us. And we were on the computer. Like, it's just, it's literally just whoever's internet is fastest. Wow. But yeah, so the second time we did it, we picked three sites and like six dates. So, like, we were on six times. Well, we didn't have to go six times because we got one on like the third time. Damn. We got, um, Glacier National Park. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. I was like, I would want to go to Glacier. Like, yeah. it's so fucking pretty there. And it was so amazing because, one, the tower is so remote. Yeah. We had to, like, ride horses to get there. Oh, wow. So we had to have three horses. One for me, one for her, one for our stuff. Okay. Did you have a guide, like, take no, you there? How no. did you get there? Well, I, I know how to use a fucking map. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. I did remember my land nav from the Marine Corps. Thank God. <laughs> so we rode horses to get there, and you get up to the place. I guess we probably could have paid for a guide, but I didn't feel like we needed one. We rode out there, and we were out there for three days. Well, three nights, so four okay. days. Okay. Okay. And we just like literally, you're, th there's no running water in the watchtowers. It's just basically a shelter. Weird. It's basically just a shelter, like like um. There's no running water. There was a well nearby, so there was fresh water available. That's good. Um, there's no electricity. <laughs> oh, man. It's just literally a tower in the middle of the woods that you get to stay in. But, like, we pitched all our stuff and made it comfortable. We got our, we got our sleeping bags rolled out. And, and it was just so cool because every day we could leave the tower, go hiking. Yeah. Um, we did some bow hunting. What'd you do with the horses while you were there? Did they just hung out over there? We needed the horses. The horses were our mode of transportation while we were there. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I meant like because there's there, no like roads. Was there that like a was there. there like a stable for them or did you just like tie them down? We or kept like? them tied up out outside. Yeah, there was places to keep the horses. Oh, okay. Because obviously the firefighters that worked there a hundred years ago, ah. they had to ride horses. Out there. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, so there was sense. like places to keep the horses. Okay. There was there was even like a trough. 
of water for them and stuff. So the so. things that I like get worried about. Like, so what you, about the horses? Like, yeah, <laughs> Where were they at? No, the, 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 the horses were cool. <laughs> but like, like, like every day we could go hiking. We did some, we did some bow hunting. We, um, we did, we did so much. Like we had, we had a big bonfire and cooked out and like it, it bonfire was just, and forest. It was just fucking cool. That sounds cool. And and it's like we were the only like it's not a campground. Right, right, right. Where, there's, where there's people next door and fucking there's people all around here. We were the only people for. How long of a horse ride was it to to the place? It was like it's like a, it was like a three and a half hour horse ride. Oh my god. Tap like, out. Never mind. I don't want to go. It anywhere. was a long ass horse. <laughs> like, like, like we were riding. No, it, it was longer. It, it was. It might have been like four or five hours on the horses. I would have legit thought you were lost. I would have been like, can we just turn around and go back? I don't think we're gonna get there. <laughs> well, and we drove as far as we could. Yeah. So like, okay, the, the, the person we rented the, the horses oh, okay. from, like, yeah. like we rented the horses from a ranch. Okay. Okay. They drove the horses behind us in the truck. We drove as far up the road as we could. And then they set us up, like helped us mount, mount up on the horses, and then we got on the horses and rode out. Yeah. And fucking yeah, it's, it, it was it was like I'm trying to remember how long it, it, it was a long ass ride. That's crazy. To get there, fucking and yeah, we were riding from we we, we we got there and set everything up and then we were just chilling for the next That's few dope, days. Yeah. And it was so awesome because then when we came back, it's, it's I'm refreshed. I'm 100 percent again. I can do vacations like that all fucking day. Yeah. So I want to do a watchtower again. I want to do that. But this time I want to do it scary. with like a group. Of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do that with like, with like, like, like even if it was like, even if it was like three or four couples. Yeah. Or just like five or six of my friends. Right. Like just a group of people and just we all fucking party out in the fucking woods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds fun. I think I think that sounds fun. I mean, the horse ride to get to there doesn't sound that great, but um, everything else sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but it's beautiful on the horse. Like the horse oh. ride is beautiful. It's just sitting like on horses. a horse for that long. And, yeah. And the horse is doing all the work. It's not like you gotta do anything. Of all the places that you've got to visit, like what's your favorite vacation you've ever been on? Favorite vacation I've ever been on would be. Ooh, that's hard. That's really hard because, like, I would say the Watchtower was one of my favorite because it was the most unique. Yeah. And I did the most unique shit. Like, the shit I did on that vacation, I like, usually, for me, I'm a lazy ass. Mm -hmm. I go on vacation, I want to lay around, I want to eat food. Smoke I wanna weed. Smoke weed. Like, like, yeah, like I'm, that. yeah I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm laying around on vacation. That was like an action vacation for me because, mm -hmm. like, we got up every day, we had to get our food ready. And, so like we, we did some hunting, we did like like it was it was it was like really living off the land for a couple days. Yeah. So like I had fun with that. But like the most lavish vacation I ever had would be like when I stayed in Maui and we stayed in like a really nice resort and it was like I don't know, the white sand beaches of Maui. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, like I, I've been on some cool vacations, so I to pick a favorite eh, it would be a vibe. That's what I would say. Yeah, it's that's always fair. a vibe. Always a vibe. There I think I think my favorite vacation. Um, I have two. Well, I have three. One, our New York trip. I just because like one, I'd never been there. Two, I got to mm -hmm. see it from a different perspective because you were there, kind of tour guiding us around. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, and that was kind of like my first like 
friend vacation. Okay. So. Yeah, because like, it's me, you, and Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, like, because I've, I've gone on vacations, like, with my family and stuff, but never, like, with a group of friends, like, far away. Mm-hmm. You know, like, staycations or getaways or whatever, like, those with friends, sure, why not? But, like. Yeah. To the other side of the Yeah, country. like that was a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, so, and, then, and it was just fun. Like, really? I just had a great time. Um, and then my other would be to my trip to, <laughs> like, Ireland, Scotland, and Paris. Because we got to go there for, like, I don't know, 10 days or something. I was with my mom, my aunt, one of our friends. And then we met up with a bunch of my other family for my cousin's wedding. Okay. In Scotland. And then we were just there around, like around doing some stuff like we were with the family for like probably four days or five days and then the rest of the time we the four of us had kind of split off and did our own thing because we got there early we went into the wedding thing and then we stayed a little bit longer we got to celebrate my mom's 50th birthday while we were there and it was just it was just cool it was a very unique trip for me so it was it was a lot of fun you know what okay i just thought of what my favorite would be okay um, it would be carnival. When I was in Trinidad, I visited Trinidad. Okay. Okay, and this was well, I was in my twenties. So yeah, so I was I was like it was while I was in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and I was on leave, and a couple of friends that were with me, we bought tickets and went and visited Trinidad during carnival. I want to go to something like that. That's and awesome. I had never seen yeah. anything like that in my motherfucking life. Yeah. Like, it's a party that encompasses the whole entire fucking island. Like, I was like, oh shit. Like, everywhere you go, it's a party. Yeah. Like, no, literally everywhere you go, it's a fucking party. I want <laughs> like, to go to there. There's a party like, at the sounds... grocery store. There's a party, like, <laughs> everybody's in costumes, dancing up and down the street. It's fucking crazy. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I had never, for me, I had never seen, like, and, and I had been to other places, but I had never seen a festival that big. Like, like have you ever been to Mardi Gras? That's Mardi Gras times 10. Okay, I was going to say, is it I've been like to Mardi that, Gras but, twice. Like, but, like, bigger <laughs> and more, um, like, spread out? Yeah. yeah. Imagine if Mardi Gras took over the entire city of Louisiana instead of just Bourbon Street. <laughs> like, like nice. it, it, it was, it was like all over the fucking place. So it, it was, it was cool. And then, honestly, the beautiful women. Uh, and yeah. I was young, so obviously that's what I was chasing. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be, that would be, I would, if I had to pick a favorite, because for me that was, that was my wow vacation. Yeah. That was the first time, because when you said friend vacation, that's what made me think of it. Yeah. That was the first time I went on a vacation with just. Right. Like me and my friends, right? And it was the first time I had ever seen some cool. So like for me, the wow factor on that vacation, everything was whoa, right. so amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's well because yeah. like now, like then I wanted to go in every club and dance in every club. Yeah. I wanted to try every drink everybody made, every dish that yeah. I could taste. Yeah. Like I wanted to do all the things. If I went there now with my lazy ass. <laughs> I, I'd probably find one place that seems cool to me to sit and watch everything go down and then go back to my hotel room and go to fuck to sleep. <laughs> so now you would want to sit on one of the balconies of Bourbon Street and watch the parade and then be that's Yeah, yeah. And, 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 now and, and, you're cool with that. And then go to sleep. <laughs> I, 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 I'm good. I don't need to actually participate in it. I just want to be close to it and see it. That's so, but it's because now I'm, the wow factor is gone. So bit, yeah. I missed back then when the wow factor still existed. Yeah. That would be the best one because it was like, oh, wow. 
Look at these girls. Oh wow. Look at this party. Oh wow. Look at where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> My the one other one that I was like trying to decide between was when I was in high school. Uh, my Spanish teacher, she takes a group of people, a group of kids, to Mexico every year as like a tour or whatever. And I got to go on that the summer between my sophomore and junior year. And so we went to Mexico for like 10 days. We went to Mexico City and like a bunch of other places and we got to see a bunch of the, like the historical ruins and all that stuff, which was super interesting. And that was like a super fun experience too because I went international without my mom. Yeah. You know, like, and 16 was the drinking age in Mexico, and I was 16, so yeah. it worked out nicely. <laughs> I just had to get a written note from my mom allowing me to drink. Oh, you drink? Yeah. Okay, and, cool. And she did, and so, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. That one was fun. <laughs> we stayed at an all-inclusive resort the last, like, two days that we were there at Playa del Carmen, and it was nice, because everything was included. You didn't have to worry about shit. It was beautiful. You know what? What? It's the whole saying, work hard, play hard. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. (laughs) This is this is some crazy shit. Okay. So a Missouri woman is seeking one million dollars from Geico in federal court. Okay. She's suing Geico. She's suing the car insurance company. <laughs> you probably think she could, had like an accident save you or something. 15% or less? Or is that? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. exactly what that is. Okay. Could save, could little, save you 15% or less. Little Gecko. What did uh, the little Gecko do? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, you would assume it's something to do with the car, right? Because I mean, I, yeah, I would. It or was something to do with the car. Okay. Um, she's suing Geico for one million dollars after she had sex and contracted an STD from a man in the back seat of his his vehicle that was covered <laughs> by the insurance provider oh my god no the insurance company has since filed a countersuit and has accused the pair who have elected to remain anonymous during court proceedings of colluding for a massive payout Wow. I mean, I don't know where to begin with my thought process on this. Wow. Oh my gosh. A million dollars for contracting an STD from his car. A million dollars. And they don't even, that's not even your insurance. He's not suing her insurance company. (laughs) She's suing his insurance company. (laughs) Like, um... I caught this from you, so it's your insurance's job. To co- is, that, is that how that works? If, if I mean, what if they were in her car? Would she still be able to? Sue? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the rules here. I mean, if they were in her car, would she have to sue her car insurance? I maybe, but then again, I don't. I, I don't know. That's hard because if, like, I mean, I brain can't even I don't know like it was it if she contracted it from him and they were in his car like that's how is that the insurance company's job to cover that it's not at all like how is that and wait a second one million dollars yeah I don't know why a million dollars are you fucking crazy arbitrary number uh (laughs) but like 
But Look, like, I mean, this story gets twistier. Okay, but like, if something were to happen to me in somebody's house, wouldn't it be their homeowners like insurance that would have to cover? Are you trying to rationalize this bitch? I kinda. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand where she's coming from. Why she thinks this is an okay thing to do. <laughs> Okay. okay. Tell well, me the, the woman referred to as M.O. in court documents. Okay. She filed a liability suit against Geico, whose ads featured a mild-mannered gecko, mm-hmm. after having unprotected sex with the man labeled M.B. in the back seat of his 2014 Hyundai Genesis <laughs> in 2017. Wow. Okay. She tested positive for HPV as a result. The woman is now threatening to sue for damages relating to her diagnosis. This case has become a, a federal matter presided over by the United States Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. Wow. The couple admits that they did not use protection when engaging in the sex acts which occurred across state lines in eastern Kansas. <laughs> but the woman feels that Geico owes her compensation due to the fact that her then lover's car was insured in his name. Geico has filed a countersuit to get the case dismissed, citing that MO's car insurance only covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. I mean, they were using the car as a bedroom. <laughs> I guess I was. They that- didn't say how you had to be using the car. They were using the car, just... Not maybe for the appropriate. I guess that's the, the intended response. You come to if you if you if you tried to sue them for million dollars. <laughs> I'm surprised that they didn't then direct them to like renters insurance because if you get stuff stolen out of your car, like it's not your car insurance that you're gonna go through to make that claim. It's your renters insurance, which makes no fucking sense. But I know. But that's how it works. Well, but anyways. So, so then maybe the renter's insurance is liable <laughs> for her catching the STD. Maybe she should have sued his renter's insurance. Yeah, or his homeowner's for insurance. That, for that shit. Like, you know who he, she should have actually like sued for this? Or his fucking dental insurance. Why is dental? Because that makes about as much fucking sense as her suing his car insurance. <laughs> because this is fucking ridiculous. Like, no, but really, really think of it. One, it's ridiculous that she even thought yeah. of, of pursuing this lawsuit. Two, it's like, do you have no shame? No. You wanted to write this down on court documents yep. and file it in federal court? Yeah. That, that you was fucking Joe in the back of his car, and you caught HPV, and now you fucking want to sue him. <laughs> so I want to know, like, what concrete evidence does she have that that is the time, and that is the place, and that's the time, like, that is when she contracted it. Maybe that's the only time they had sex. Yeah, but who's to say she didn't have sex with nobody else? I uh, see, see? Especially if you're getting down in the back of a... A back of a fucking Hyundai. back of a Hyundai. Like, like, like maybe mm. if they said, like, a Lambo or some shit like that, <laughs> you, you might get a little more credit, but... Yeah. Fucking it, pulling your pants down in the back of the Hyundai, that is not the move, sister. <laughs> and if it is the move, I mean, but... Here's the thing. That girl that's fucking in the backseat of a Hyundai... No shame on that. Like, you know what? Do whatever you want to do. But the fact that she is now suing for the... Like, same person. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Look, (laughs) you might get your money. You might not. 
Our legal system is weird like that. That's a- accurate. But you are way the fuck out of line, girl. Girl. <laughs> but also, like, now I'm curious as to, like, what her rationality was. Like, where, where did she even come up with this, like, idea? Did her and the dude, like, sit down and scheme together? Well... That's Geico's countersuit is against both of them. Yeah. So Geico says they're conspiring. The company is accusing the couple of conspiring to capitalize on a sordid situation that they themselves created. Yeah. <laughs> and they refuse to make their identities public. So Geico right now is not like like suing them for anything other than to make their identities public. <laughs> <laughs> So they're suing Geico for a million dollars, and Geico's like, okay. Okay, but tell us who you are. Tell us who you are, and tell the world who you are. How do they not know? Like, if if they're, like, uh, they filed a claim? They know who they are. Oh, they just want everybody else to know who they they are. They want it to be public. Got it, okay. Okay. Which means they want to shame them. Ah. They want to shame you, motherfucker. I mean... They want Brenda and Joe to have names besides Brenda and Joe. They should have had, they should have had State Farm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> State Farm might have just paid. I probably would. <laughs> What's that commercial? He's like, he's like walking through like the little museum, and he's like, um, airplane fucking propeller come out uh, coming out the sky, and the squirrel stole the. Canopy, I don't know, whatever. You're covered, you're covered. You're covered, you're covered. It's fine. Okay, that's a new State Farm commercial. I got HPV! Yeah, you're good, you're good. You're good, you're good. Go to the clinic, get that clinic right. Go get you some Pentagonicillin. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a real thing. Uh, (laughs) We are not doctors. So don't hold me me accountable for my drug names. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh my God. Well... I don't know how this is going to play out. I kind of want to keep tabs on this. But I definitely want to keep tabs on it and find out how this goes down. Because if that's the case, then it's a lot of people that can sue some car companies. Every scandalous bitch and dirty nigga in fucking uh-huh. the whole world has a lawsuit ready for you. Probably, yep. Yeah. <laughs> So just beware insurance companies because they might be coming for you. (laughs) So, now we got some crazy shit going on. Again. More. Except this is in, this is in King Handsome's backyard, Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. Shout out to King Handsome. Uh, Hey, A Massachusetts man has been sentenced to 56 months in prison in a scheme that involved faking his own death to evade capture after trying to defraud the government out of nearly $544,000 in coronavirus relief funds. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh my god. So many things. Okay. So First of you, all, five hundred and forty-four thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. worth faking your own death for. Faking your own death. <laughs> you fake your own death. <laughs> you know what? Okay, here we go. All right. U.S. Marshals initially arrested David Adler Staveley of Andover, Massachusetts, in May 2020, after prosecutors accused him of filing four fraudulent CARES Act Paycheck Protection Program forgivable loan applications. PPP loans, for sure. Okay. 
with an associate named David Butziger, the U.S. Attorney's Office for District of Rhode Island, in a press conference, said this in a release. Three weeks after the arrest, Staley removed a home monitoring device and fled, federal officials said. Okay. He then staged his own suicide, left notes for his associates and his 80-year-old mother, and abandoned his car in a parking lot near the Atlantic Ocean in Massachusetts. Okay. What did the note say? Uh, here's my forwarding address. <laughs> I don't know what the note said. Well, many of his family members and associates were left with the belief that Stavely had indeed killed himself. Okay. Though the ones who knew him best informed law enforcement that they suspected this to be yet another scheme orchestrated by the defendant. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. You're so fucked up. Why is that so fucked up? Your people's got to stand behind you, man. You can't have people like that in your circle. You got to cut them out right away. Like, like, see, that's why I don't have no fake niggas in my circle. Federal uh, officials launched an investigation into his disappearance and found that he had traveled to various states using fake identities and stolen license plates. They eventually apprehended him in Alpharetta, Georgia. <laughs> okay. Okay. He is now serving 56 months in federal prison. Wow. But here's the thing. Okay, so here's the catch on the story. You realize he never got the $544,000. They caught his application. <laughs> it was oh, his applications wow. that got him locked up. Wow. So they flagged the applications, arrested his ass, and then he fled. What an idiot. <laughs> so he didn't flee with no money. <laughs> he faked his own death on a budget. <laughs> he faked his own death on a application. Just think, he went from Massachusetts to Georgia. Well, hey, that's not going on the run. That's going on vacation. Yeah, that's going on a getaway, a weekend getaway. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, that, that, we're in the digital age. The police can just email the police in Georgia and be like, yo, pick that dude up for us real quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you got to leave the country, man. If you're going to fake your death, you got to leave the country. You could have at least went to Canada. But he didn't have no damn money. <laughs> No, he did. He should have got it. <laughs> okay, but what? So, what did he do? He filled out an application like a. He filed four fraudulent applications. How do they know it was fraudulent? Um, that I don't know. It doesn't necessarily say what oh, okay. was fraudulent about the applications, but it just says that they were flagged for being fraudulent and he was arrested. Oh. So, I mean, all the stories in the news of people taking advantage of PVP loans, I'd yeah. imagine they're probably hyper-aware right now and probably yeah. double-checking every T and dotting every I yeah, on every loan. So, he didn't get his fake shit through, and they caught <laughs> Fucking, okay, $544,000 he would have got if his applications went through, but those shits didn't go through, and, then and still you got, got locked up. For 56 months. So, Five years for fucking application fraud. No. He was uh, set, originally sentenced to three years of home monitoring. Yeah. That's not that Okay. Horrible. 56 months is like five years. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you traded a three-year sentence to fake your death 
and come back to five. Are you fucking stupid? And now you don't even get to be at home. You have to be in prison. You have to actually be in jail instead of supervised release. Wow. <laughs> so you had three years of supervised release and you gave that up for fucking 56 months in jail for fleeing. So Damn. here's the thing. His sentence, his sentence is after serving his 56 months in prison, He'll have to spend. He'll have to still do the three years <laughs> on federal supervised release. <laughs> Yo, oh my God! Yo, crime really does not pay. <laughs> Yo, I'm. If I'm this guy though, I'm hella pissed at whoever told him where the fuck I'm yeah. at. I'm hunting you down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hunting you down. I'm finding you, and you're you're fucking dying. That's, that's just, this is just wrong because, okay. It's your homeboy that told on you. Yeah, yeah. So they asked everyone, like, like all the people who you didn't tell, you told like one or two people, and those one or two people, it was like, okay, yeah, that nigga ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> he always do shit like this. He's always dis- disappearing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. You ever, he, tur- he turns up every so often. I mean, he died once because he didn't want to go to work one day. <laughs> like, like he always be pulling this shit. Like one time he was dead for a week and just so happened to be during spring break. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, like, Dave always do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's true, though? What if he really... But if he just really chronically faked his death like many times before, many like, times before, like he do this shit all the time, like, like, like what? <laughs> yeah, David died like five or six times. His mom believes it every time, and she cries and sets up the memorial. It's sad then, that he does that to her. <laughs> <laughs> She's an eighty-year-old woman. She got she kind of see now. That's probably why he do it. His, his mom's probably got Alzheimer's because they said his mom's 80 years old. 80 years old. So she probably got like Alzheimer's or oh some shit and she don't know. So they probably be like, he's dead. Your, your son Dave died. Like, she's like, they're like, your son Dave died. She's like, I have a son? <laughs> Wait, I thought he was already dead. Oh, the FBI came by how she was crying. She was crying. Brenda just told me Dave died. <laughs> they found his car in the parking lot. <laughs> Oh my god. I remember when he died two years ago and he told me the same thing. <laughs> it was the same parking lot too. The same parking spot and everything. Because just think, they wasn't even, like, that's what launched the investigation was his friends telling on him. I thought it was... Oh. So like, okay, this is the sequence of events. He files his fraudulent claims. Yes. Yeah. They catch those fraudulent claims. Sends him to three years federal supervised release. Yeah. Okay? He cuts off the ankle monitor, faces death, disappears. Yes. They come around, and his family and friends, who he didn't tell where he was going, was like, oh, damn, he died. His car was in the parking lot. I don't know. Like, yo, he really, they really thought he was dead. Yeah. So they was like, okay, maybe this nigga is dead. His family think he's dead. Then they went to the bar and asked his drinking buddies, and his drinking buddies were like, ah. They didn't know where he was either. He's too much of a pussy to actually kill himself. Yeah, it, but it was his friends that told them. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like so the ones who knew him best told law enforcement that this was probably another scheme. And wow. he all, he's always doing shit like this. Like, <laughs> Damn. Like, yo, you gotta get better friends, man. Because that's what prompted them to launch the investigation. So right, now right, his right. friends. 
They believed it. They went to mom's house and was like, FBI agent was like, that's like that's like a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car one is like, his mom just said he's dead. His brother said he's dead. What are we doing, dude? Why are we even going to talk to these dudes? Right, and then the old guy's like, let me just let's just go to the bar. Let's just, let's just check come on, out. young buck. Let's just go to the bar. We'll just we'll just go. Let's just, let's just go get a drink real quick. We're just gonna see what his buddies say. Yeah. <laughs> they get down and his buddies like, yeah. You what, Dave? Nah, Dang, I just saw him a couple days ago. That nigga will be bad. <laughs> he owe me 20 bucks. He better not be dead. <laughs> when you find him, you tell him. <laughs> tell him Joe said he wants... Oh, yeah, and um, his associate, the person who co-signed on the loans with him, um, Butzig, yeah. just on a side note on the way out, he was sentenced to... Oh, he will be sentenced on November 1st. Ah. He's scheduled to be sentenced on November 1st. So he'll probably get like the three years supervised release. So your boy is gonna get the supervised release while you're in jail for five years and then get out and do your supervised release. <laughs> Dumb fucks. Dumb asses. <laughs> Episode number 46. Woo! Um, we have missed two episodes. So, we would be, if we had never ever missed a week, this would be episode number 48. Wow. So we've been doing this for 48 weeks. That's crazy. So that is almost a year. We are a month away from being one year old. Wow! Yes, yes, yes. So, um, band up. I don't know if I could, that's just, we we enjoy that. Yeah, we, yep. <laughs> um, we enjoy doing the show. We enjoy talking to you people. We enjoy putting it out. Absolutely. All uh, of those things. I want to give a shout out to Anthony Rivera. Common Thread is the hottest album out right now. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Like, I've been playing that nonstop. I've been bumping that shit. Anthony Rivera has the hottest product on the market right now. I'm loving his shit, and that's 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 no cap. That's just genuine. Me being a fan of the game, I love what he did. Yeah, um, I agree. He got some. He got some really hot tracks on that. Dreamland is my personal anthem right now, and I'm not even gonna say nothing else about it. Go look it up. He's on every platform. I downloaded it on Spotify. I had it on pre-save. And I've been listening to it. It's on my playlist nonstop. It's on the Bando Slaps playlist. So if you go on the Bob Bando profile on Spotify, our, on, on Spotify um, it's on there. Check it out. The dude is doing his thing. Also, we got our own GQ is away from us right now because he's doing his thing. <clears throat> because he's doing his thing. So... Expect big things coming from him soon because he's got his album coming and it's gonna be it's gonna be an event. Um, also, shout out super excited for that. to Skylar Ray and Block Bishop and everybody whose events that I went to Black Ice, everybody whose events that I've been to in the okay. last week or two. You guys are all doing your thing. I'm appreciating the Portland hip hop scene yeah. and just what's going on out there. I'm appreciating supporting you guys, and I look forward to supporting you some more and enjoying your good music. Hell yeah. So, shout out to everybody 
from the bando. And yo, Jimbo, crossing the street is a thing. I love that show. He's doing his thing with the interviews. Dope. He said it's a podcast in motion. That's what he told me. I like that. He said it's a podcast in motion. So, um, shout out to Jimbo Gower doing his thing on Crossing the Street. Nice. Um, Everybody doing some stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's doing big things in the community, and it just feels good. It does feel good. Um, I like watching people succeed, especially succeed doing something that they love. Hell yeah. Hell Yeah. yeah. As always, you can catch the Bando on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts. Um, <laughs> look us up, get us up, tune in, keep trapping out. It's the Bando. Bye.